Cause I'm back again. I'm reloading. What's up, everybody? It's your guy T Swin. Welcome to the library. Where the books are kept and inside are the stories. My stories. Story time with T. And as always, man, let's start it off with a ceremonial sip. If life is twisted or you want to get twisted, get twisted with Twisted Tea Sweet Tea Whiskey. Good, 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 man. Boy, boy, boy. As the old, old heads just say at church. <laughs> but, uh, man, Happy New Year to everybody. Today's episode, The Hot Boys. So, man, back in the 90s, you got T. Swan, man, and my brother, Captain T, man. We were big fans of The Hot Boys. And, uh... My boy Dave, shout out to King David, man, of uh, the King Star of the Day podcast. He used to work at 97.9, the, the local radio, hip-hop radio station around here in Houston. And he also was in the DJ pool, too. So he used to get records before they used to come out. And so he used to get T-shirts, posters, and records, and cash money records, no limit. Before they even came out, so we'd be bumping the music before it hit the stores. So we would find out about artists before anybody else knew about them, right? So then he got the cash money. He had cash money slip mats for his records, you know, which you place a record on. And so, man, we we listening. I said, man, these guys jamming, man. And they teenagers like us. I'm like, man, these boys are jamming. So man, they had they, they had we started we found out about BG. You know, man, right now BG is is he's out, he's home. Man, shout out to BG. Uh, he coming with that heat. But uh they had BG man volume uh, BG True Stories BG All on You Volume One Volume Two Hot Boys out we on fire neighborhood superstar you know and uh juvenile soldier ad you know so we was on that man we was getting on that heavy because we like that sound you know we from Texas Texas Louisiana like this right next door to each other and my mama side family come from Louisiana you know so. Man, we jamming all this music, man. It's a totally different sound from where we at. I grew up in Southeast Houston. You know, we got the screwed up click going. We got, you know, the East Town style music. Slow down and bang it, chopped up. But uh, we became really big friends. And then we started going to the stores, man. You know, we still, me and my me and my twin, man, we the kind of people, we still wanted the artwork that came with the music, with the cassettes, you know? CDs were just making their way in, man. So a lot of stuff was getting being bought on record or cassette. So we would go out and buy the cassettes, man, so we could look at the artwork, see who was on the song, see who produced it, see who wrote the song, see where they recorded that, who did the artwork, you know? That's how we used to do, man. We used to do our research. And then uh, in high school too, man, our junior and our senior year, they had this program. It was a hotel management program. And at the half of the day, at the first half of school, you would go to classes. And the second half of school, the last two periods, you would leave, you get on the school bus and you leave and you go to a hotel and you learn how to run a hotel business, hotel management. Everything from working in the kitchen to working in an accounting department, housekeeping, uh, um, the restaurant, the gift shop, everything, man. Um, man, they had us, they had us, I worked in the restaurant, nice to serve drinks. <laughs> I 
I wasn't even old enough, but I was drinking all the free soda I could get. You know, um, and I learned how to, you know, wait tables, you know, and hold the tray like this and all that kind of stuff. Uh, also, too, man, they had us making rooms up, man. And the housekeeper ladies loved us, you know, uh, banqueting. Man. We would set up rooms, set up tables and everything for conventions and meetings and all kind of stuff. We learned a lot. And uh, you had to be a junior or, or a senior to get in it. And we had been in it for our 11th and 12th grade year. So this is our 12th grade. This is our 12th grade year. And uh, our local radio station, 97.9, the box is having a birthday badge when they flying in artists and they bringing in artists to celebrate the you know, birthday of the station. And the Hot Boys is one of the uh, the groups they were bringing. It was like, oh, cool, man. They know who the Hot Boys is, right? We like, yeah, man. It was real cool. They came to our hotel and stayed while they was here in Houston. So, man, one day we at school. It's time we go outside from the school. We wait for our bus to take us to the hotel. We get on the bus. Me and my twin brother used to bring the boombox with us. We had these cassettes with us. So we'd be bump. We putting everybody on the cash money, you know? So we get to the hotel on the southwest side of Houston. We 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 lived on the southeast side of the school when I was in Milby High, Milby High School, man, Milby Bus, man, you know what I'm saying? Represent. And uh, we get to the hotel. It was a Holiday Inn hotel on the southwest side of the 59 freeway. Um, it, it, it's been remodeled and changed now. It's no longer Holiday Inn, but uh, we pull up and our school bus used to pull in the back of the hotel. Cause we used to enter through the kitchen area. That's where the dressing room, that's where the locker room was at where you would change your clothes and stuff. And we had to dress up in button up shirts, slacks, ties, you know, hard bottoms. And um, so we pull up in the back. And uh, what I noticed, man, when we pulled around the front, I noticed a Rolls Royce in the front of the hotel. It was an old Rolls Royce. So okay, that kind of looks familiar. And then we pull around the back and there's a big old purple tour bus. There's nothing on it. It ain't labeled, nothing like that. Tinted windows, it's purple. We parked on the side in the back row by the kitchen in the back. So we come in, we get dressed. We change out our school clothes into our dress clothes for the hotel management. And we would always meet at the front desk in the lobby with our teacher at the time. And then, you know, if we get assignments, what department we're gonna work in, if something changed, you know, what we supposed to do for the day. And then we go break off into our departments. So man, we come out of man, we come out of the locker room dress, we walk to the lobby. Guess who in the lobby? Manny Fresh, Baby, Slim, Miss T, Juvenile, Turk, BG, Lil Wayne. They all in the lobby. Me and Twin going crazy, man. We're like, oh, it's the hot boys. It's the hot boys. So as we're walking up, we kind of hear what's going on. They trying to get checked into the hotel, but it's not showing any reservations for them. They're nowhere in the system. So there's this young black dude. He used to work there, man. This dude used to give us a hard time, man. Uh, he, thought, he thought he was flight. He thought he was a lady, man. Anyway, so we walk up and we like, we walk up, we like, oh, what's up, man? What's up, BG? Man, we slapping hands, we giving dab, we giving hugs. I, I got the I got the Hot Boys tape cassette in my pocket. I say, bro, we listen to y'all every day. And I pull the tape out, and they like, they like, they like, man, that's what's up, you know. So the people at the hotel looking at me and Twin and seeing how we respond, they like, y'all know who these is? I said, yeah, it's the Hot Boys, man. It's Cash Money. 
I say, they start looking. <laughs> the hotel people made some reservations. You know, they was like, oh, these, these some big people. They were like, y'all know who this is? Yeah, man, they, they famous. So then they got they got the reservation stuff on straight now, and they thanked us like, hey, thank y'all, man. You know, they, you know. So that day, me and me and Twain were trying to do no work at the hotel. We was, <laughs> you know, how people think they think of people rap stars or whatever. People think of people rap stars. There'll be money and chicks everywhere. Like, man, we trying to kick it with them, man. Get with the honeys, you know. I'm pretty sure they got some females around here. And then me and Twain were rapping at the time. We like, man, we can rap, you know. We can rap and get on, you know. So, uh, uh, they had me working at housekeeping that day. But shit, I was trying to ride the elevator to see what floor they was on so I can, you know, uh, uh, hang out. So, man, uh, I go down, man, and BG chilling with somebody in the restaurant. So, man, after he finished the conversation, I walked up to him, man, said, what's up, man? I told him all the fans of his music, man. We chopped it up by about 15, 20 minutes, man. BG was super cool, man. He was super, super cool. Uh, man, um, talked to Turk. Turk was cool. Talked to Juvenile. Juvenile was hella cool, man. Everybody was cool. Manny Fresh, everybody was cool. Me and Twin was having a ball, man. He was having a ball. They had me, uh, I volunteered to vacuum, I volunteered to vacuum, uh, <laughs> the floors in the, in, in the hotel so I could find out what floor they were. I said, man, I know they got the females in there. And so, man, um, I wound up catching the elevator. After I finished vacuuming the floor, I go put the vacuum on. I had to catch the elevator. I get on the elevator with just me and Lil Wayne. Right? I said, oh, what's up, Wayne? What's up, man? How you jamming, bro? I told Wayne that he was jamming. And I, I, I said, I liked all his features that he did, you know, all the verses that he did on other people's albums and songs. Because the big time was like, I already had like a, a, a you know, Manny, Manny Fresh and Baby had a CD I took by themselves too. Big time a CD. And I was like, hey man, I like what you're doing, bro. When you gonna drop a solo? And he, he kind of looked at me on the elevator. He was like, man, I eat, we all eat. I was like, yeah. So I was like, but man, is you ever gonna drop a solo? He just kind of looked at me again, and he was like, I eat, we all eat. And I was like, cool, I was, all right, get it, man. Well, hey, man, uh, much luck and success to y'all, man. It's cool, man, love the music. And he kind of just looked at me, kind of looked me up and down, and we got off the elevator, right? So I go on about my day. Everybody was super polite, man. They chopped it up, uh, uh, had a conversation with us and stuff like that, and it was cool. So, like I said, we used to come in through the kitchen in the back of the hotel, and that's where the locker room was at for, you know, dress. I used to go in the kitchen too, man, and uh, used to go in the kitchen, man, and get uh, chocolate chip cookies every day. <laughs> and get fruit, you know. They had to work in the kitchen, they had to work on the machine. They had this one dude too, man, he cut out three of his fingers at the hotel too. That ain't Israel. The whole time we was there, the two years we was there, he, he cut out three of his fingers. We got used to it. You hear somebody go, oh! I said, oh, Israel cut off another finger. And somebody take him to the hospital. But he was a grown, he was a grown guy. He wanted to the chefs. Um, and we used to have fun at the hotel though, bro. Uh, me and Twin was silly, man. We used to, when they used to tell us to go, housekeeping used to tell us to go make up rooms and people were still staying in the rooms. We'd go in there and make the beds up and change the linen and all that, clean the bathrooms out. We would, we would order adult movies on people's accounts. <laughs> 
And we used to be downstairs, man. We'd be downstairs listening to people argue <laughs> with the front desk about charges on their account, man. It was funny. It's like, sir, sir, you ordered Debbie Does Dallas and you ordered Big Booty so and so and so and so. He's like, no, I did not. No, I did not. Sir, it's right here, sir. Not knowing me and Twin was the one putting put these movies on the people's account. But anyway, so back to the cash money, hot boy story. So man, we uh it's almost toward the end of the day. So we go back toward the kitchen area so we could change it to our, our civilian clothes. And we said sometimes we would look out the back door and see if our school bus had came in to come pick us up. So man, I had already changed my clothes. I go to the kitchen back door, I look out in the back parking lot. I don't see our school bus out there, but I see the purple tour bus, the cash money tour bus. And it's like 30 dudes, man. It's like 30 street dudes standing out there, man. Some of them got their shirt off, got white beaters on, drinking 40, smoking. And I see Lil Wayne over there standing with the guys. So I stick my head out and look for the school bus. Lil Wayne, he look up and he point. And he point at me. And all of a sudden, man, them guys start hollering. What's up? What's up? What's up? We're going to whoop your ass all this. I was, like, I was like, what the hell? Nah, I'm, I'm a kid, man. I'm like, you know, I'm 17, 18, you know, 17 at the time. Maybe. So I'm like, I'm like, what's up, man? You got these grown thug, thug dudes up here making threats. So I go back inside, and there's a black dude who used to work in the kitchen. He said, hey, man, what's going on? I said, man, some grown dudes outside threatening they're going to whoop us. You know, they're going to jump on us. So he go outside and he look, and he hear the guys yelling and, you know, uh, uh, spitting and all kind of stuff. So he come back inside. He said, "Hey man, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. I ain't gonna let nothing do. I ain't gonna let nobody do nothing to y'all." He said, "There's some grown men out there. They should be ashamed of themselves, but I ain't gonna let nothing happen to y'all." So he said, "Hey man, the bus here." He said, "All right." So the bus shows up. We get on. We, I used to have a bus drive. Miss White. Miss White was like a second mother. She's cool. Miss White, if you're watching, shout out to you. Much love to you. Love you. Respect. And uh, old dude, man, from the kitchen, he, you know, he escorted us out. He escorted us all out. You know, our, our class with hotel management was mixed. Me and Twin, it was probably about, it probably about three or four black people in the class. I went to Milby, man. Milby's predominantly Hispanic, man. Some of my friends are Hispanic. And so we got people, we had people from everywhere. El Salvador, Mexico, Honduras, Cuba, everywhere. And so we get on the bus and the bus starts to pull off and our bus has to pull out in the direction of that tour bus, cash money tour bus. And so the tour bus is like right here and we got to come and make a right turn out the parking lot passing. We come out, man, these guys throwing bottles, they spitting at the bus, they yelling. And we go on about our business, man. Uh, they, was there that, they was there that day. I don't think they was there the next day. They was gone. Yeah, that was my hot boy story, man. So I, I guess, uh, I guess on the elevator, man, I said something that uh, upset Lil Wayne, and uh, he told us he told the clip. But all I did was say, "Hey, bro, I like what you do. When you gonna drop a solo album?" Because he was killing at the time, and uh, we was kids, and like I was very, I was, I was like me myself. I do a lot of rapping without cussing, and at that time, because Lil Wayne was the youngest, he used to rap, but he didn't cuss at all. So I said, I admire how he used to jump on the song and take it over or make sure it was known that he was on the song without cussing. You know, he got us pointed across without cussing and he was one of the coldest ones. And he used to do a lot of sound effects. So I was like, this brother cold. 
And all I do is just ask one solo album coming out, and we gonna work on one. And that was it. It, 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 it. I don't think that was enough for you to go tell some grown men, to, you know, <laughs> to come kick our asses. <laughs> well, that's man. That's story time with T. Hey right, man, shout out to them guys, man. They got their stuff going on right now. BG is home. Hopefully, them guys get together, which look like look like they're working on their stuff, so they can do a reunion tour. Because uh, man, I'm still a fan. I always been a fan. Repping the dirty to the to the end, man. She got T swinging, man. Story time with T, the hot boys. More sip before I go. Peace. Hey, it's me again. You got T swinging with story time with T. You can listen to Storytime with T on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Support the show. Listen on the go anywhere while you work out at the job. It's your guy T Swin, Storytime with T. Check it out, y'all. Support. Peace. They say only the strong survive. But shit, I'm still here. Look, another day, another dollar for me to stay. Look, it ain't where you're from, homeboys, by where you at. No, I'm not looking back. I'm looking straight ahead. Do what I gotta do to make it to get to the bread. Cause I want that good life, far from the hood life. Funny, my kids don't even know what the hood like. And that's how it's supposed to be when having no other way. Cause where I come from, you.